Very good. We are waiting for your home improvement questions, either by phone or by text. Andy Lindis is with us. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing quite well. Hey, nothing less than a weekend like this. Beautiful. I know. I know. Uh, believe it or not, my parking lot is jam-packed with uh, cars today because we have a lot of guys out installing oh, I would on this beautiful weather that we have. We did roofing this week, Denny. How about Can you believe that? that? Yeah. Man, no, uh, in we're, March. We're excited. In March. How about that? That's a good sign. You will catch up on a lot of things and making a lot of people happy for sure. Um, if you have, again, if you have any kind of a home improvement question, here's the guy you want to chat with. 651-989-9226. That uh, line is for either your phone call or your text question, if that's uh, easier. What What are the crews going to be able to do the rest of this week now? That it looks pretty good. There are just small chances of uh, rain here and there, 20% or so. So nothing nothing major. You know, we're, we're uh, full steam ahead. Every one of our departments is, is booking up solid. And, you know, I'm sure we'll have our, our weather days like we always do in the spring. But uh, hopefully uh, it, it holds uh, steady for us here and we're able to keep on going. And But, uh, you know, isn't March like the snowiest month? So I'm sure we're, we'll get dumped on sooner or later. I don't know if the 60-degree weather is going to last, but we'll take it while it's here. Absolutely. I was looking at, like I do a lot on Facebook, uh, the Linda's uh, input there, lots of different things. On Facebook, and I was, I want to talk a little bit, if we could, about the windows specifically, because we, you know, the season guard windows in the Marvin Infinity. But I want to talk about Marvin because it's th- those windows look like wood, do they not? They they do, and they come in a wide variety of colors on the the, the home's exterior too, and it's an acrylic finish and. But I try to equate that to, you remember like the old uh, brake lights from like a 1940s car, how that old acrylic plastic would last forever no matter how long it was outside? Well, that's the finish that's on the outside. Really? To couple that with the, the, the Everwood on the inside, which looks like wood, but it's not, so it, it won't ever mold and never mildew. And when it goes up to our paint store... And I have four full-time people that all they do is finish windows and trim. And it's a three-day process of, of finishing it. And once that's protected, it really is a, a lifetime window that you never have to worry about. And, and it's made with that alt, wonderful Altrex material, which is, what, eight times stronger than wood, three times stronger than any of the other composites. We, I know I'll be on a window job this week doing, doing measuring. We're just going to be replacing four windows that... You know, it was put in by a pretty well-known company within the last 15 years. But the amount of air leaking in those windows because the, the, the materials used expand and contract at a different rate. So over time, it's gotten looser and looser. And now you can actually just feel the air coming in at the, at the meeting rail of the double-hung window. It, it, was, it was pretty uh, astounding. Wow, you can actually feel the air. Yeah, so you know, imagine that. I, I was on a couple of different jobs this week where where that was a similar case. Um, so you have your furnace. Say when you have airs or windows that are leaking that much air, Denny, your furnace might have to work twice, three times as hard. I've, I've seen some statistics even higher than that. So you tighten that up. You're essentially, you know, doubling the life of your furnace. And and you know as well as I do that furnaces don't go out when it's beautiful outside. Furnaces <laughs> die when it's the coldest it's day of the year. Murphy's and Law, yeah. It is. It's just the, when they're working overdrive, that's when they go down. Yeah, for sure. I'll tell you what, uh, there's a line open, but uh, uh, let me give you the phone number and the text number. Same number, 651-989-9226. Bill is calling from Bloomington to ask Andy a question. Go ahead, Bill. Thank you. Yes, hi. I'm 
going to uh, sheetrock over four of my basement windows. Three of them are below grade. One of them is not, and I'm wondering what I should put between the drywall and the window as far as insulation goes, if anything. Uh, yeah, you're going to want to yeah. – so you're just going to try to drywall over the top of the window? Yes. Yes. You, know, you ever think close, about maybe removing the, the window, framing that up, and then and and then you can do some water management on the outside of it as well? Say that, say that again? I would, If I were you, I would remove the window – um, I would frame it in, insulate it, then put the drywall over the top of it. Um, and then, then you can handle, then on the outside, you can actually put in like a ground breaker around that area and then fill those holes in so you can handle it with the landscaping. Because the problem is, you know, you have a window. What, are you going to do anything with the window wells out there? The, the window wells are already uh, covered with uh, a patio that I have out, that I have outside. So there's only about a third of the window that's even exposed above grade. And they're, they're um, glass block. Three of them are. One of them is just a normal rig- original window. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming you need to put some kind of you know, polystyrene between that, you know, as a vapor barrier or something well, on the inside. Even with that, you're going to run the risk of, a, of condensation coming through there because I'm guessing those windows aren't very well insulated. That's what I'm saying. If it were me, I'd at least remove the sash, frame that in insulate it, put your vapor barrier on, put your sheetrock on, and call it good. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, Bill. Good luck with that project. And Bill leaves that line open, 651-989-9226. If you're about to undertake a project, thinking about it, or in the middle of it and need some help, uh, call uh, in a question for Andy or text Andy that uh, question, 651-989-9226. Here's a text, Andy. It says, uh, house is vinyl siding but wood soffits with lead paint. Mm. A texture says, I want to replace the soffits with aluminum. Do I need to take down the wood, or can I just cover with aluminum? They don't want to replace their gutters. Um, well, it, it depends on what you're, what you're after. Uh, typically, we're going to at least cut a channel in the soffit area um, continuously along because that way when we put on our aluminum soffit, and we like our... Our hidden vent with uh, from Quality Edge, or, you know, the true vent, it's, it's, it's going to be center vented the entire way. And this way you're going to always have enough intake. It's, it amazes me. The more blower door tests and, and heat map analysis stuff that we do, Denny, there's a lot of these soffits that just get covered up, and there's no venting there. It looks like you, know, you have all this wonderful, beautiful vented aluminum soffit there, but the wood underneath it isn't allowing it, allowing it to do its job. So you need to make sure if if it is a vented area, you need to make sure that you're getting the proper amount of intake. And if it ha- if it tests positive for lead, then you're going to have to use lead safe practices. And 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 at that point, I would get a professional in it. My my people go through a lot of training to to do that. And and it doesn't add a ton more to the job in order to do it right. So we're talking on on, on average about five hundred dollars more on a job that tests positive for lead in order to. Use the materials for our lead safe practices, and and it, and it protects the people working on your house. And that's always one of the big worries: is you get lead on your clothes, you bring it back to your family or a small kid, and that that's that's where the risk is. So, I I always use caution on, on when dealing with with lead or any other uh, harmful materials, and and do it the proper way and the way that. Uh, that I think is the best way is to hire the right professional and do lead safe practices. And we're going to use our x-ray gun and test it down to the parts per million. So we'll know exactly what we're dealing with before we start to work with. Yeah, leave it to the pros for sure. 
Uh, let's uh, grab a call from Pat, who's calling from Zimmerman, I believe. Pat, you're on with Andy. Yes, Andy. I have two. Um, one is a front porch that's 24 by 8, and it's out of that pebble rock cement. And then I have a large back back patio that's all uh, cement, and that's uh, a smooth cement, and that's raised off the ground a little bit. I would like to clean them both. Can I pressure wash the pebble one? And... Um, what cleaning solutions should I use on them, and then what is the best sealer to use on them after they're cleaned and dried? You know, all really, really good questions. Could you pressure wash it? Yes, I would be careful on the Pebble Rock one, though. Start with uh, something a little bit lighter just because you can start to remove maybe some of that surface or some of the rocks of anything that, that's loose. Uh, as far as cleaning of the cement... Uh, you know, I I would uh, for me I I'd spend some time and go to one of the Semstone stores. There's a couple locations in the Twin Cities. Walk in, you can buy the cleaner right there. You can buy if you, if you have bring some pictures of 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 your area and show you can show the people there what what's going on, and 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 they're gonna give to the. Not all cleaners are created equal, and some of them are pretty harmful. That if you if you don't know what you're doing, you you, you might want to get a professional involved, but. There's a, that's the nice part about cement. You can usually bring it back to life pretty quickly. I agree, and I, I have both exposed ag and uh, regular uh, concrete. Um, and I do pressure wash both, but then I seal it. Like you said, I go to Samstone, I buy this sealer for the concrete, and I buy the special sealer for the exposed aggregate. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right. They have the good stuff, and the, they'll answer your questions about it. But, yeah, if you're careful with the exposed ag, that's, uh, that's doable. Like you have said. you ever used the, the was it muratic acid cleaner that no, they have there? No, I have not. In fact, basically, when I do just the regular driveway, I just use the pressure washer. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and then after it dries later on the season, I'll put a sealer on it. So there you go. It's a you know it, it takes a little work, uh, and it takes a while. But uh, but some people use what are that's called simple green, mm-hmm. something like that. But there's all sorts of. Uh, 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 not harmful chemicals that you can use to, but like you said, ask the folks at Semstone. They'll uh, yeah. they'll get, give you the right to. That's C E M S T O N E. Andy, we have to take a quick break, so hang on, have some coffee, and we'll uh, we'll take a quick break. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, call it in or text it in. Andy Lindis will uh, help you out. And if you want to get in touch with those folks, uh, LindisConstruction dot com or call one eight hundred LeafGuard if you have some needs for windows or roofing, whatever the case may be. 42 is our Twin City temperature inning. We're in the midst of our home improvement show presented by our friends at Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis is with me uh, as usual today. If you have any kind of a home improvement project in mind, uh, as I said earlier, maybe you're in the middle of it and having some trouble, call in or text in. Same number, 651-989-9226. Okay, Andy, let's see. Fred is calling in from uh, Owatonna, Minnesota, I believe. Fred, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, Gentlemen. Uh, a question I have, we lost our basement a couple of years ago due to flooding, you know, and basically we had to go in and gut it out, back to the walls and everything. It's been sitting, like I said, for a couple of years now, and we got to get going and get it done. The problem is this, we don't know where to start. We don't know what we want, you know, for a design or what's going on today with building or whatever. What would you recommend, uh, you know, to get ideas or what to do? Thank you very much. This going to be a do-it-yourself project, or are you looking to hire a contractor? Oh, I think he jumped off the line. Well, so let's address both. Yeah, 
You know, if uh, if you're just looking for ideas, I I would start at places like House. Uh, you can check out our Facebook page. Uh, you can go on uh, Remodeling Magazine has has some has some good ones. Go to a home show. But uh, when it comes to design, I would highly encourage at least uh, sitting down with some remodelers and and having them come in and and, and give you some estimates on what it's going to take to remodel your basement. Even you know you might get some ideas on on some things that you can do yourself, some things you can't do yourself. But I would uh, I would start there um, with what we have at our fingertips to research. Nowadays, it's a, it's it's pretty remarkable. The ideas that that customers come to me with because of what they find just researching online. Social media is a great place to do it. Uh, if you just go on there and, and and type in basement remodeling, you're going to come up with a lot. Or you can go on YouTube and type in basement remodeling, and and you're going to find a lot of ideas. And there's probably some shows to watch online, and hopefully that'll get you set in the right direction. And Always, uh, when hiring contractors, do your due diligence, research their reviews, take a look at some of the jobs that they've maybe completed in the past, and and uh, and check them out with a better business bureau, things like that. Just don't uh, hire the first guy that comes in. And you guys always, at Lindis, that is, if somebody said, well, I want to look at some jobs you did, you, you're right there. Say, all right, you've probably got hundreds of pages of places they could yes. look. We have 75,000 happy customers oh. in the Twin Cities, so it's <laughs> usually not very hard to find somebody in your neighborhood that we can go talk to. Absolutely. I want to step back a little bit because you, you had mentioned uh, when we were talking about the windows, uh, of the staining and or painting or the trim, you, your guys in that department are so good. I mean, when, I, when I've seen some of the work at our house, it's like, wow, I wish I could do that myself. They are tremendous. Yeah, you know, the the finished carpentry that the guys do, coupled with the, the materials that they get to use, it, it really is a perfect marriage, Denny. Those guys are, are true craftsmen, and it really comes down to the, the, that's all they do. The guys staining all of that wood and finishing all of that wood, that's what they do every day. The guys installing windows, that's all they do every day. So they get really efficient at it, and they get really, really good at it. And, and and we're blessed that we have some pretty good relationships with both manufacturers and, and, and the toolmakers, the uh, the, the the tools that my guys come to a job with now from Milwaukee and DeWalt and our good friends at Acme, we are we're ready to go. We have state of the art everything and it is making our lives easier and, and we're starting to install much faster. And more importantly, the, the, the finished product is as as good as it's ever been. Absolutely. All right, Taylor, let's go back, Andy, to the phone. I think Rob is calling in from Little Canada. Rob, you're on CCO. Good morning. Good morning. I was um, going to redo my basement, and I was looking at Menards and saw some Santa Flow and Manserator toilets and showers with the um, with the pump box in them. And I just wondered if that's a good idea to install versus breaking concrete and installing a convectional system. Um, it's definitely going to be less expensive. I know people that have had good luck struggle saying yes to this because it's not something that we would do or bid or 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 come up with a way to finish this job this way we would we would get a normal plumber involved and probably be breaking into the concrete i have heard people have good luck with some of those things but it's just not something that we would do or recommend all right that's fair thank you rob rob leaves that line open if you want to call in your question or text same number 651-989-9226 speaking of text somebody's uh, thinking about either uh, refinishing or replacing uh is it better texture says to paint oak woodwork baseboard and cabinets, I assume it's a kitchen probably, or replace. I have oak woodwork and want to change it to white to update my home. You know, if if, if it's in good shape, 
and and usually the oak lasts uh, a long time. I'd I'd have no problem painting all of those. And, you know, it's it's uh, yeah, remove remove all the doors. Don't try to paint everything on the wall, especially the doors. Stuff you know, if you can get it in a you know, vertical versus horizontal. Uh, or horizontal versus vertical, yeah. just the, the running of paint and the drip lines and things like that. And plus, you're just going to have it's going to be a much more finished look, and and it gives you an easy time to change out the hardware. It really is a, an easy way to update your kitchen is painting the cabinets and changing out the hardware. And it's something a lot of do-it-yourselfers can tackle. It is a labor of love because you you've really got to not only take off the hardware and, like you said, horizontal would be great if you could do it, mm-hmm. and uh, um, prep it. Prepping is probably the biggest part of the job, wouldn't you say? Just uh, yeah, sanding it, making sure that everything's dry, prime, and then and then put on your coat of paint, and you should be good to go. Yeah. All right. There's your answer. Or if you don't want to do any of it, replace it. Right. There it is. All right. There's a text that says uh, concrete block spalling. Should we repair the foundation? The concrete block spalling. Believe the damage is caused by moisture penetration in the block. Yeah, it's typically why it's caused. Sometimes water gets underneath the siding, and so it gets into the block, and then as it freezes, it starts to get the – that's where your spalding come out, is coming out. It's just, you know, it's exploding basically the concrete off. Typically, it's nothing really to worry about unless you really start to get cracks or your foundation is starting to move. And I always tell people if you're worried about that, it's free. Get get Jesse Treble and the folks at Safe Basements to come out, and they're they're going to do do a complete assessment on your foundation, let you know if it's stable or if it's something to worry about. Now, there's things that you can put on the outside of your home for groundbreaker around the your home's foundation that not only are going to insulate it a little bit better, air seal it a little bit better, but it's going to protect that concrete from coming in contact with any of uh, the world's elements. You don't have to worry about the the spalling, but usually it's an aesthetic thing more than a structural thing, Denny. Yeah, I agree with you, though. I think in my case, if it was me, I'd call Jesse just to make sure so I'm not throwing parts or paint or whatever at it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. 651-989-9226 is the text number and the phone number for your home improvement question. Did get a text from a listener. I think this is the stuff I use from Semstone. Uh, This texture says, this is the best concrete sealer. I think it's pronounced siloxane. Siloxane. Yeah, and I think that's the... uh, the chemical or the solution or the name. I don't think it was a brand name. Maybe. But, uh, again, Semstone, folks, Semstone would uh, would know more about it. Say, before we take a break, Andy, t- tell me what's going on. I had mentioned it a time or two early this morning about that free heat map analysis from Lindis. Uh, if you get an, an, uh, an insulation estimate or other estimates, and what's the deal with the, is it 50% off? Uh, we have 50% off labor. Yeah. Um, right now on the installation of LeafGuard, uh, Infinity Windows by Marvin, and GAF Roofing. And the free heat map analysis, we're going to come out and we're actually going to do a blower door, not a, not a blower door test, but infrared imaging around your house, and we'll have smoke sticks. We're really going to be able to map out what's going on with your house. We have a lot of diagnostic tools to, to really tell us exactly what's going on, and we're going to give you every idea to make your house as comfortable as it possibly can be. Absolutely. You can do it. I know. 50% off installation labor in those things. Great. Uh, hang on, Andy. We'll take a bit of a break here. Keep in mind, we'll have another half hour of the show to go, but don't wait if you have any kind of a home improvement question. Uh, don't wait till we're almost done with the show. We'd love to help you out either by phone or by text. Same number applies to the phone or the text, 651-989-9226. Good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show. Danny Long here with Andy Lindus from Lindus Construction. That's L-I-N-D-U-S. 
you have any kind of a home improvement question, here's the guy you want to chat with. You can either call Andy or send Andy a text, uh, which is ever easier. Same number, 651-989-9226. All right, Andy, let's see if we can grab a text or two here. Uh, Here's what it says. We are going to be replacing our roof this summer. Our house is heavily shaded. In your experience, how has the GAF shingle with algae resistor performed? We currently have a zinc strip at the ridge. However, it's clearly a a short-term fix. What do you think of that question? You know, I would, uh, as far as any shingle goes, GAF has hit it out of the park with with their algae control. And, And the length of warranty is longer than anybody else's. Having said that, if you have a lot of oak trees, I still might want to install a zinc strip along the the ridge just to be on the safe side just because i know that is going to be a 40-year solution and we're putting on a 50-year roof that has a non-prorated warranty the last thing we want to do is have to treat it every couple of years because of mildew and and, and algae growth i i really don't have a lot of calls i i i honestly off the top of my head Danny, i don't think i've had a single service since uh was it three years ago when they went and upgraded uh the actual it's an actual part of the granules have copper and zinc in them so it actually oxidizes the entire roof it doesn't allow that algae to grow on it and now they came out with their newest shingle the the timberline hdz uh if you go to our facebook page you can can read all about oh, it i saw that it is it's it's well, tell really us about gonna, that it's going to revolutionize uh, asphalt roofing, and and what it gives us is a much better nailing strip. It's a, got a built-in chalk line, so it actually installs about 30% faster than any other shingle out there, so you're saving on labor costs, and it has an unlimited wind warranty, the first ever in the industry. They were the first ones to get a 50-year warranty, too, so I'm, 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 I'm assuming the rest of them are going to be behind here. Like next year, we'll see some things coming out from the other manufacturers. But I'm telling you, this this shingle is going to be an awesome thing that 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 we just don't have to service, and it just installs better. And and when when you can do that, you can really start to uh, take over the world with asphalt roofing. And that's why they're the number one uh, shingle manufacturer in the country. They make such a great product or products for sure. They do in wide variety of colors, and you know, I mean, how often do we get to buy something made right in Minneapolis for our houses? Yeah, you know? and it comes from a quarry, a local quarry. I mean, you're you're helping out, you know, a local company, a local manufacturer by by using them. So, and I think that's why GAF is so popular in our area. I agree. All right, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Back to the phones we go. Bob's calling from Golden Valley. Bob, good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you? I have a question. I have all side steel siding that is about 27 years old. And the last few years, uh, it's been a hard to keep it clean. And mm-hmm. I also have a couple of spots where it's starting to peel. That PVC coating is starting to peel. Yep. I wonder if you have any suggestions of what I could do to remedy that. Yeah. Um... Believe it or not, I have a house with a little bit of all-side box steel on it doing the same thing, all about the same uh, distance. And what I'm going to do is remove it and install LP with diamond coat, but you could sand this siding. The problem is just trying to paint it with the loose paint and the PVC and the chalkiness. You you could sand it down to the main metal or, or spray it off and then and then prime it and repaint it, but then you're going to be on a, on a painting you know, every few years. Schedule. What yeah. lifetime paint you buy, it's going to be, if you're painting it while it's on the house, you're going to be painting it every few years. And 
it's uh, it's unfortunate, but it is 27 years old. Yeah. Well, there you go, Bob. Those are your choices. Uh, thanks for calling, 651-989-9226. Uh, back to the text message. We have a bunch of those. Uh, let's see. I need, Texter says, stair covering help. I ripped up the carpeting from a split staircase to find OSB treads and solid wood risers. Neither extend to the side walls, but a one-inch gap each side. They say, no more carpet. What can I cover the stairs with? Oh, boy. Um, when there's a gap there, you might have to redo the treads yourself. Yeah, I would think so. Um, and then it's just a matter of uh, picking picking the right material to put on there. And, you know, I was uh, down at uh, Forever Barnwood and Pepin uh, last week, and they make some really cool stairs. I don't know if uh, if you're in the market for that, but if you like that old rustic wood, you know, it's like the old that cow rub thick wood, their stairs were, were pretty cool. And if you look online, you can actually, there's a lot of different products you can get to go over stairs, but you're going to have to fix the framing issue first. Yeah. And I'm with you. Carpet, just I don't think carpet belongs in houses. I, I just don't like it. I don't know why. I just don't like how, how dirty it can get. I, I just, uh, I, with all of the other types of flooring out there, I, uh, carpet would be last on my list. Now, carpet tiles, I've had some good luck with. But the nice part about carpet tiles, Danny, it goes bad. You peel one up and spray it off and put a different one down. I was talking to one of your guys when we were, they were working on our house uh, this year and last uh, about uh, uh, what kind of floor we were thinking about a different kind of floor in the family room mm-hmm. uh and he said uh, well i said i i'd i'd like tile i'd like the same tile that's put in our entryway he said why don't you get uh, a heating system underneath put in mm-hmm. i went wait a minute that sounds like a good idea cuz we talk about that from time to time is that tough to do no no like uh the last one i did it was in a small bathroom um by you know bathroom 8 by 12 and it was maybe $150 in materials. There's a special uh, thermostat that you have to get for it. I found that the hard way. Um, actually, my father found that out the hard way. So I bought him a thermostat <laughs> to install there, and then he had to call me and tell me it was the wrong thermostat. Uh, does, but, an electrician, uh, so get, does an electrician have to put that in? Is that the best way? I, I think so. Okay. If, you, if you're not, yeah. uh, if you're not that handy. Yourself, yeah. It's, for me... When it comes to, and my family will attest to this, and this is why my dad's been spending so much time in my man cave helping me uh, put in outlets and things. I, I'm nervous around electricity. I don't know why. It's like my it's my weakest point in all of design build. I just do not like like doing it. I've seen people get shocked, and I don't know if I was traumatized as a young person, <laughs> but when it comes to electrical stuff, I, I, I get the professionals involved. And that's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty cheap a, as a whole, but I don't mind dishing out money for a, a true electrical profession. And when I can't afford it, I get Dad to come over and help. <laughs> Very good. When in doubt, call the cap. Yep. All right. All right, 651-989-9226. Let's see, where's another text here? Uh, it says, hello, we stained our pressure-treated deck with Thompson's water seal. Within a few months, over winter, the sealant stain started flaking and failing. The deck boards are at least 18 years old, never previously stained. We washed them and scrubbed them prior to application. Any ideas? Well, does it go back to the sanding again, you think? Yeah. Well, just get rid of all of the – If when, remove the Thompson – Sealer. I wonder and if a cleaner, I, brightener conditioner or, or a stripper would do that. Yeah, I, I think that, that will, and it's, it's probably already peeling up. It might be just to be able to pressure wash it off. That's the bad part about that. That stuff doesn't penetrate, especially like a, 
untreated wood, which is, you know, wood is that's treated to not allow anything liquid to penetrate it. And that's why the really only good way to finish some of that treated lumber is that the that, that Penafin product. Penafin makes that product specifically for like uh, like Epe, some of the Brazilian hardwoods uh, that, that they do out there. That, that So it has a chemical in it that's going to allow it to penetrate a little bit, and I think you're going to have the longest-lasting finish with that. Having said that, you probably have to do it every other year, even with a good product like Penafin. All right. Andy, we'll need to take a quick break here. Just a reminder to set your clocks ahead. We lose an hour of sleep overnight tonight. Spring ahead. We lose one hour about 2 in the morning. We'll get back to daylight saving time overnight tonight. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. If you have any kind of a project question in mind, call Andy or send him a text. Same number, 651-989-9226. All right, let's see if we got, oh, we do have some uh, text. And don't wait because we'll run out of time. We do want to get you some help today as uh, as usual. All right, Andy, here's a text. It says, our home was built in 1972. Uh, some of the block for the foundation inside the garage and outside as well starting to crumble. What can we do to fix this? Also, the front step probably poured at the same time is starting to get pitted, probably spalling, I suggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, can that be resurfaced without pouring new steps? A couple of questions for you. Foundation first. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it depends on how bad the foundation is, if it's just aesthetics. But if it's structural, then, yeah, you, you, you might have to replace some blocks or do some repairs of your actual foundation. Again, uh, I'd highly recommend getting uh, safebasements.com. Uh, Jesse Treble and his crew come out. And they'll, they'll tell you what needs to be done on the foundation. They have some really... Innovative uh, anchoring systems, too. If it is a structural problem, they are going to be able to fix that and address that as well. As far as your front stoop, can you resurface that? Yes. I wouldn't do any type of, like, skim coating, though. I would do – I would probably get the grinder out and grind it all down and then do some type of polyurea on on that. That's It's like an epoxy-type finish that you can do out there, and that will protect it and stop it from spalling in the future and – I'll give it a nice fresh look. Yeah. And it'll be a little bit less expensive than jackhammering out the entire stoop and starting over. That is another option, however, but still. Mm-hmm. All right. Does Andy, Texter says, go to Elk River for performing the energy testing? Yes, ma'am. Or sir, whoever it is. Whoever it is. Definitely yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we get over to Elk River on a regular basis. And what, what does that consist of, again, for the, the listeners that don't know? We're going to take a look at your entire home. We have, I don't know, 13, 14 different diagnostic tools that we'll use throughout your house, including infrared imaging that really tells us where the air movement's happening, what type of uh, insulation you have both upstairs and, and how your foundation is uh, is insulated. We will want to get in the basement. We'll take a look at your mechanicals. We'll just try to take a look at your all of your doors, all of your windows. We'll do some testing on. Um, we even have cameras that we can get into wall cavities to see what's going on in there. And then we'll just try to map out exactly what's going on in your house, what your current R values are, what your current attic air sealing situation is, and, and really kind of show you a roadmap and trying to not only get your house more energy efficient, save you some money in the long run, but also make it as comfortable as it can be when we get those. Although this winter, we didn't have to worry about it a whole lot, but I have a feeling that uh, it might not be over yet, and uh, there's always next year we for those polar vortexes to make another appearance. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's have more of that 57-degree weather like we're having today or 65 tomorrow. But, yeah, it is only March. You are right. 
Uh, what is the texter, texter wants to know, what's the best product for a uh, heated basement floor when finishing the basement, and do you install it before framing or after? Heated basement floor. What, what What's the best product for that application? Well, um, I, I the best heated floors are the ones where we actually put the tubing in and we run a boiler and it's just going to be an in-floor heat. Now, if you're talking about uh, an electrical matting system, I, I any brand name right off the bat doesn't I can't really think of anything. Most box stores have them um, where we buy all of our electrical supplies, J.H. Larson in Hudson, Wisconsin. You you can order them through them, uh, and I'm sure you can order it online, some of the electrical matting. I know the one my brother used is different than the one I have in my house. And and, uh, and, and the nice part is that they typically don't go bad, but uh, the thermostats sometimes can get a little wonky on you depending on which one that, that you buy. I was trying to adjust one for a friend uh, about two days ago. It says his in-floor heat didn't work anymore, and it's just a, a thermostat issue. So um, as far as what type of flooring to put on top of it, you know, tile is just going to have a much better job of holding the heat than most of the other things that you put out there in your basement. And, yes, you will have to put this down before you do any type of framing. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, earlier in the show, you were talking about, in fact, the texter wants you to repeat the name of the Barnwood place in Pepin. Forever Barnwood. comes in a variety of colors. It's, uh, it's an engineered wood that looks as close to old rustic barnwood as it gets. Uh, you, know, the, the, you know, it has the, the wormholes and the knots and, and the colors are there and the saw marks are in there. It's just they, they do a really good job. Of, of creating that. And it's a really awesome product to work with, both their tongue and groove product that I've put installed in some ceilings um, and their shiplap product that I've installed in a few different places, both at customers' houses and my own. It's I love working with it. I love the way it smells. I love how it cuts. I, it, there's really no waste in the product. It's it's pretty awesome. I'm uh, going to be installing a 6x6 six six outside corner today that they hogged out for me. And it just, you know, it's made... Uh, it's made to look like a piece of wood that the the cows have been rubbing up on in the barn for forty years, and, <laughs> really? and it's brand and it's brand new. Yeah, it's a cow rubbed corner. It's going to be pretty neat. I'm kind of excited about it. I'm a little worried that it's not not a cheap piece of material by any means. So if I if I mess up, it's a big mess up. So I uh, I'm going to take my time. You know, what I wanted to ask you uh, earlier, and I forgot about it. Is is does Linda still get a lot of requests for uh, putting sun tunnels in? Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, uh, I was at a customer's house this week, and we were debating whether to do a sun tunnel or a skylight in this particular area, a typical one-and-a-half-story home. And uh, we settled on the skylight just for ventilation upstairs. We're going to put it right over the top of the bedroom, and uh, right over the top of the bed, they're going to be able to have ventilation there all night long. That's really going to allow that. She said that she doesn't even sleep upstairs in the summertime because it gets so hot. But uh, it uh, it should make a big difference, and we're installing those sun tunnels every week, Denny. As far as things that people say it's the best thing I ever done to my house, I hear that more often about sun tunnels than almost any other product. I mean, talk about bringing natural light oh, into boy. interior closets or hallways. It's just bathrooms. A, it's a, bathrooms. It's just a nice way to do it, and it's really not that expensive when you, when you think about it. No, it's a great product, and uh, it, there is so much light that comes in, especially if you have kind of a dark house like we have, or we used to have anyway. What a difference. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't want to forget uh, texters here before we run out of time. Uh, over the winter, uh, it says here, texter says, my husband removed snow off the roof. 
One of the roofing shingles cracked off. How can I replace that cracked shingle? Can I just glue it back on? And what kind of glue do I use, if that's the case? Uh, no, don't don't put the cracked shingle back on, uh, but you can do a roofing repair. And there's uh, if you go on YouTube and, and how to replace a shingle, it'll tell you where to start and what seals you have to break off. And then and then just get a, like a, a good roofing sealant and, and put that on there. You know what? That's the other thing, uh, uh, GAF, that I didn't bring up, Denny. This new shingle yeah. can be installed in temperatures as low as 20 degrees. And then before, we needed to get 40 degrees before any of the sealants had. Now it's two hours at 20 degrees, and the sealants are activated and holding. That's where you get your unlimited wind warranty. And with a, with a shingle like that, uh, you're not going to deal with uh, what this person's dealing with, crack shingles or shingles that are pulling loose. It's just a... Uh, it's a, it's a pain, and, and it can be a dangerous job, too. So if you're not comfortable oh, yeah. getting up on the roof, don't. What times of the year, Texter says, do you do heat map analysis? When can't it be done? That's the second question. You know, um, we, we can do it any time of the year. Uh, infrared imaging, when it's 70 degrees outside and 70 degrees inside, it doesn't show us a lot. It does because what you're looking for is the contrast. You're trying to see where you're losing heat in the house and where the cold is coming in. Now, as uh, the temperatures start to rise and it gets a lot warmer inside the house, we'll actually be able to still use infrared imaging or warmer outside. And we're maybe when we start our air conditioning, we start to see where we're losing that type of energy. But as far as air movement in a house, all of our diagnostic tools that we, we can use no matter what time of the year to find out what's going on. All right. We're just about out of time. I see Nick from Velux chimed in here. It's good to have Nick listening as we're talking about his uh, products this morning. Uh I wanted to make mention before you go, Andy, uh, again, for those that did miss it, and again, we just have 60 seconds or so to go, uh, what can we? Uh, what kind of deals at Lindis right now? Well, right now, we're, uh, we have a big push on our windows. We actually we cranked it up to 75% off labor. I think I misspoke earlier for the Infinity Window by Marvin. And then we have 50% off labor on LeafGuard and GAF Asphalt Roofing. So if you want to see what those new HDC shingles are all about, give us a call. We'll, we'll come out and show them to you. Very good. Uh, LindisConstruction.com or, or Facebook. You can find it all out there. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff on Facebook, as I said. Or if you want to just call toll-free, the number we always give and have for years is 1-800-LEAF-CARD. Andy, let's talk again next week. Talk more home improvement. What do you say? Sounds great, Danny. Very good. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. I didn't spell it yet, did I? L-I-N-D-U-S.